podcast. I'm Anna. And I'm Andy. And today's episode is going to be all about how you could reduce your plastic waste at home. We've been working hard on this for the last year and, or probably longer than that now, and have had a couple of quick wins and little tips that we would just love to share with people because it's really not that difficult to significantly reduce the plastics that you produce in your house. So it probably started with us when we decided to track our plastic waste for a week. So rather than shoving it in the bin, we collected it in a container on our back porch and at the end of it and end of the week we laid out everything that we had collected. So this was just soft uh, just plastics that couldn't be recycled single-use plastics yeah, yeah. single-use plastics and we laid it out on a picnic rug in our lounge and stared at the horror that was before us try not to spew up <laughs> yeah so at the time we did not think we were massive contributors um we were already conscious of what we bought but even then it was shocking just how much we produced in one week. And there's something special about actually laying it out flat in front of you. Uh, it's, it's when you're just putting it in the bin, it's just easy to just keep squashing it in, squashing it in, squashing it in, and then you take it outside into your big rubbish bin and you don't really think about it. But when it's all laid out flat, um, single file, you know, out on the floor, it's the visual representation of that is just... It's way more it, significant. and uh, Yeah. And there's, I think that's the best place to start. Like you, you, you can't, you know, what gets measured um, gets improved, uh, as the Peter Drucker saying goes. So you won't really be able to know how far you've come until you measure where you are at right now. Absolutely. So your very first step is to, is to measure what you're producing without changing anything. Just just live how you normally live for a week and, and see what you're producing. So for us, we stood and stared at this pile of rubbish and chip packets were a massive contributor and... Um, our consumption of coconut milk products was probably pretty bad too. While the bottles are recyclable, the wrapper that comes on the brand that we use is not. So that contributed a lot. Uh, I think courier packages, courier were, packages were a big yeah. one. Uh, so that's possibly more my fault. <laughs> but bread packets were fairly prevalent as well. Yeah. But there was a lot of stuff which we'll go through in this episode. There were a lot of things which we were instantly like, right, we can get rid of that, 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 you know, just by changing slightly the way we shop. And just changing a couple of habits that we had just didn't even realize were an issue, basically. Uh, and just, yeah, tweak them a bit. So, yeah. So we'll run through these ideas pretty quick fire and uh, just to, to give you as much uh, useful information as we can in a short period of time because we know you're probably busy people out there um, just trying to do little things you can to make a difference so uh, in no particular order the very you know very first thing that you should do if you want to reduce your waste is to have small reusable veggie bags yeah so the veggie the produce department is possibly the easiest place to go plastic free yeah. you can do it overnight uh, you literally you already have to take your um, reusable shopping bags in if you just make sure that you have the bags the veggie bags shoved in those that you take um with you to the supermarket so there's like little woven drawstring 
Um, they come in all sorts of different bags. Ma- materials. I, you can actually buy them as you walk into the supermarket. Most supermarkets, I've seen them. So pick up a few the first time you want to do it and then just scan the barcode at the end. It's I mean, preference as to what they're made out of is entirely up to you. They're much of a muchness to me. Sometimes they get a little bit a little bit dirty and you throw them in the wash with your towels and things and it's not it's not hard to to keep them there I actually just when ours are empty I store them in our fridge because uh, that's where they get emptied and so I can collect them all in one place and then I just grab them before I run out to the supermarket so fruit and vegetables seem to store really well in them like better than plastic like those single-use plastic bags even the compostable ones that you see in some supermarkets now you know your fruit like gets a little bit like yeah it's like there's some condensation in there which seems to affect the fruit so these bags will actually breathe a a bit and and you'll find stuff will last a bit longer yeah so they're really great real easy uh, but instantly it's the best place to go plastic free berries and uh, cucumbers and (laughs) lettuce seem to be your biggest hurdles we purposefully buy cucumbers that don't come in plastic I avoid berries when possible or get the ones that come in recycled packaging. Um, And the lettuce, yeah, you can always buy an iceberg lettuce that's not in plastic. It might look prettier in the plastic bag, but you actually probably get more lettuce and it's often cheaper when you buy it not in the plastic, so. And there's a, there's a, you know those those bags of spinach which come in single-use plastic. I mean, you're you're just paying for the packaging there. There are these other kind of fresh bags you can buy, which I'll link to in the show notes. But you can actually just buy your normal, you know, unwrapped spinach or iceberg lettuce at the supermarket. Come home, put it in one of these uh, green bags, and it'll keep for a very very long time in your fridge. So there are options if you know the, the the main reason the supermarket puts this stuff into single use plastic is so that it lasts longer. Yeah. But you can buy the stuff that's unwrapped and actually wrap it at home to make it last longer and just reuse the bags that you're that you're doing that with. The other tip is to leave the plastic at the supermarket. So grapes are my number one contributor for this. I take a bunch of grapes out of a plastic bag uh, and put it in my own bag and. It's surprising how often, if you're buying the last couple of bunches of grapes that's in the bin, how many plastic bags are actually left there. People don't want to take the plastic home, so leave it at the supermarket and they will therefore eventually have to relay that to their producers. Um, just a small way of kind of, you know, protesting, I guess, yeah. just saying, hey, just, just don't stop throwing this plastic at us. Um, another one on the plastic front is if you like with blueberries and, and sometimes tomatoes if you can't get them in cardboard boxes is to look at what number they're in you know if it's a if, if the plastic is a number one or a two so if you look on the bottom of the box there'll be a little number inside a, a triangle inside a little recycling logo if that number is a one or a two that can be recycled and reused in New Zealand if it's a three four five six seven it can't uh, you may still be able to put it in your recycling bin, but at this stage we don't have facilities to actually recycle that in New Zealand. So Which it's means all... it's getting shipped overseas. Yes. Yeah. Then... And who knows what's happening. So you think you're possibly doing good by re- by recycling a number five, but it's actually probably just going in the dump in someone else's country. That's it. That's it. So if you really have to buy plastic, get the number one or two. But... You know, the other thing is just to say no. Like if you, you don't have to have uh, grapes all the time, you don't have to have the things wrapped in plastic all the time, you can just 
choose to cook something else. There are so many vegetables and so many fruits that you can buy in a supermarket that are locally grown and don't come wrapped in plastic. There's so much to eat without diving into to getting more single-use plastic waste in your trolley. I was really reluctant to buy the cucumbers that didn't come in plastic. Um, technically, I don't think you... Most people don't eat the skin on those ones. Um and I thought the kids wouldn't like it, so I was reluctant, but I did, and I stuck with it. The other day, someone gave them some of the cucumber that is wrapped in plastic. I think it's called the Telegraph Cucumbers, and neither of them ate it because it had the skin on, and they didn't like it. They didn't like the flavor. So it was. I was impressed that even my children, because I it, the other option, the other one wasn't even an option to give them. It's just what they're used to. They they started eating what I gave them every day, and and slowly, I, but surely, I can change their their flavor preference. <laughs> there is so as you move further through the supermarket, if you're there in person, there are a couple of other little quick wins um, that that you'll find along the way. So there are little things like there's a type of toilet paper you can buy now that's wrapped in paper, which is a recyclable outside sort of covering. So I'll link to that in the show notes. Make sure you're buying cans, not Tetra Packs. Tetra Packs, some people think are recyclable, but they're not in New Zealand. So try and avoid them and try and buy cans. So if you're going to buy like a a coconut milk, try and get it in a can and maybe you water it down at at home uh, or mix your own uh, type to use. Let's jump to uh, where you'll see the biggest wins in your shopping, which is when you start to... Um, buy things in bulk and buy things online and this is where the real gains can be achieved so we've spent a lot of time trying different outlets for sourcing you know bulk food that's uh, coming in as little packaging as possible the the most common ones people use are good for or the source or there's another site called real food direct uh, or bin in is a option which has been around for a long time in a number of parts of new zealand and by far and away we've found the best one is the sauce the sauce <laughs> so good for we just found quite expensive and their packaging costs in terms of they they charge you to pack your goods um was quite steep unfortunately uh been in i'm not actually sure that they do online shopping i do sometimes buy bulk there uh but in Real Food Direct was really great. I did really impre- appreciate what they were doing, uh, except that they put huge labels on the bags that they sent us, and these labels were not compostable or recyclable, so they went in the bin. And I'm talking sort of like A5 size labels. They were really ginormous for the food, uh, for the packet that it came in. So the source has definitely been the best for us. Um, I'm, there is one in, there's a couple in Auckland, there's one in Taupo, we live in Wellington, they ship it to us, if you spend over $100 they ship it free, and they don't charge for packaging in terms of them packing it in the store. So they've been really good, everything has just come in a bag, handwritten on, so in a, there's in a no paper bag that paper can be bag. composted, and this is for things like oats and nuts and lentils and pasta, dry goods basically, chips, dried fruit, anything that you can think of, chocolate, yeah. granola, <laughs> uh, spices, uh, all manner of 
coconut sugar, yeah. you know, cocoa, things like that. Anything, anything that you bake with. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, all, all your sort of base staple food items that aren't fresh, basically. And we, we would shop from there once a month. Yeah, probably. Do a really big order and then whatever we don't store in our pantry is stored inside the paper bags that it comes in, but in a big um, tub, in a big closed tub with a lid, which we store like underneath our stairs in a kind of like a, almost like a, a spare pantry or a larder type situation. Um, but it doesn't take up much space in reality. You're talking one small storage uh, container. So if you're interested in getting into that, I'll put a link to the source in the show notes, but that's where you can have a really, really big one. Um, the other one is just use, you know, buying online through your normal suppliers like pack and save yeah and you've found pack and save that's been they've been really receptive to when i have asked like at the end of your shop um so i do a click and collect the very end they say please write a note and i just ask them not to use plastic and they have been really receptive uh they don't put anything in plastic um, occasionally I might get one or two things where they've substituted something that I've asked for for something else and I end up getting plastic that I didn't really want but it's very minimal so even that has really helped and I was really impressed that they were willing to listen to their request because it does make it harder for them to measure how many Kumara I have. Kilogram of oranges yeah, or Yeah it does make it harder for them to not have it in a plastic bag but they just gave it to me loose in a box, so it's, it was great. And it's cool when you turn up and pick up the box and there's no plastic in it and you've got yeah. a whole lot of food there. It's, it's really, really nice. Uh, so I appreciate Pack and Save doing that. That's very, very cool. Um, we're going to close off with a few more just quick fire wins of things that have made a big, big difference for us. Uh, these are a little bit all over the place, but but could be really useful to you. Number one is just to make a decision to just avoid glad wrap. Like, we just don't use it in our house you know if we've got leftovers we put them into a like Systema Tupperware type container um, so we do use plastic but it's reusable uh, we just have a really good collection of reusable containers uh, or we use glass jars uh, and put those in the fridge and we've just literally them. just gotten those glass jars from buying coconut yogurt in a glass jar and then yeah. reusing it so we haven't actually had to buy any jars for our pantry which is really cool and we have a lot of leftovers that we deal with so you know there's a lot of opportunities to use glad wrap but if you just make a decision not to basically not to make it part of your routine then you can very quickly pretty much eradicate that um, other little one is trying to avoid bags within bags and this is sometimes quite hard with kids food in particular so there's no need to be perfect here but you know it's just a matter of making the decision not to buy little bags of potato chips that are you know a 12 pack of little bags inside one big bag you, if, if you need to you can buy one big bag of potato chips and just put them into little glad seal reusable bags at least those bags are reusable plastic that you can use again and again and again yeah and lunch boxes kids lunch boxes and everyone's lunch boxes these days it's hard to find one without sections actually and if you can get one that is airtight in when when it's divided uh it keeps the food just as fresh as if you put it in glad wrap. I know growing up in like my lunch boxes had glad wrap in them because your lunch box was just one big container. But now that is not the case and pretty much every store, even the supermarkets, sell lunch boxes that have dividers and little containers within them. Yeah, it's just shove the chips just straight in there. <laughs> 
the um, uh, other quick ones are reusable paper towels. So this has been a, a big win for us, and I'll put a link to these in the show notes as well. But basically, rather than buying a, a set of paper towels which come wrapped in a plastic wrap, these are just literally reusable paper towels. So you buy them in a pack, they come in a cardboard box, and then you can use them like a cloth around your kitchen and then wash them and yeah. reuse them again and again and again. And they've been fantastic. Um, compostable chip bags we haven't quite shaken our you know potato chip habit but we do at least buy if you can't afford them buy the um the proper crisps uh compostable chip bags um which is yeah you know it's still some level of waste but at least it's compostable and, and it'll break down a lot quicker than single-use plastic um bars of soap have been really good i was a very reluctant to go down this track but actually i'm really enjoying using a bar of soap instead of uh body wash um and it doesn't have to be the 40 dollar very perfect um bar of soap just any standard one will do Uh, it's a massive reduction in plastic um and don't forget for for washing your dog too uh i've actually found a bar of soap way easier because you can really get the soap on there on on the dog's fur uh so that really really helps um yeah last but not least is just that uh this is something i had to learn is that buying in bulk actually does make a big difference so if you buy your rice in a 5 or 10 kg plastic bag it does it doesn't look like it would but it still saves a lot of plastic compared to buying it in a little 500 gram you know packet like you see in the supermarket so for things like rice dog food potatoes sugar oats buy as much as you can at any one time um, there are stores that you can visit like uh, davis trading and you know places like more wilson's where you can do this but you can also do it online as well look for those opportunities and grab them your big bags of potatoes um, and jump on those when you can it's a simple decision which uh, though the the those big packets can save around a third of the actual plastic involved in the packaging, so not to be not to be sneezed at. And the last one that um, we didn't mention earlier on is is one that a lot of you will already be doing, but that's to to regularly go to your local veggie markets. You know, on a Saturday or a Sunday morning, they do make such a big difference. It's a good experience. It's a good place to take the kids, and you'll save a heck of a lot of plastic just by going to those as well. So, if you are on that train, keep it up. If not, go and check it out. They're a good fun place to explore. Um, and I will put a link to a very incredible website called therubbishtrip.co.nz. This is a site that has been put together with uh, resources showing zero waste shopping locations all throughout the country. So you can go to it, you can look up your part of the country and they'll provide you with a list of places like where you can buy you know, bolt bin type stores, places where you can take your own containers and they'll refill those for you, bakeries where you can buy unpackaged bread, where the local farmers markets are. So if you're new to an area, this could be incredibly useful. Places which will really encourage you to have reusable coffees. Um, Anything you could think of, fill your own beer kind of stalls, this place lists them, tells you where to go and tells you what they offer. So I'll put a link to that as well. So this is definitely an episode where it's worth checking out the show notes. If you haven't got access to that through your app, you can just go to goodyoucando.com and you'll find the episode and the list of results there. So thank you everyone for tuning in. We've enjoyed sharing those tips and ideas with you and we wish you the best of luck on your journey to reduce your plastic waste.